genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring, one Urukai film minute at a time. I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And today we're going to be talking about Minute 167, which finishes Saruman's question from yesterday. Do you know how the orcs first came to be? And ends with Saruman saying, now you know. No, not really. It ends with Lurtz. <laughs> It ends with Lurtz taking a sword from another orc that we can't quite see and examining his new weapon. Yes. This is the this is the Urkai getting pumped for war scene. Putting on their, their white hand war paint. Um groaning, uh, yelling. Un- until recently I didn't realize that it was supposed to be paint because when I thought it was like like a brand or something. Like I because it looks like they are in pain when they're getting their make like their makeup put on. Well, that, that's them. They're psyching themselves up. Oh, okay. I guess I just, I don't know. They're hulking up. They're just like. I just, I just thought that they were like, because I don't know. It looks more like, like, like pain to me than, like, yeah, go team. We're gonna do this. Yeah. Whatever. And like, you know, locker room butt slaps or whatever dudes do. <laughs> There's just some Urkai walking around with white handprints on their butts. Yeah. <laughs> this is Saruman's too. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it looks like they're uncomfortable, not like they're ready to eat people yeah but you know it's probably both what they're uncomfortable with their new life like they're they're uncomfortable being born two minutes ago and now they're gonna go kill people right like i don't know he saruman at the beginning of this minute talks about how orcs were made by being tortured mutilated yeah awfully mistreated elves and now perfected my fighting Urukai. Yeah. He's so proud. He's so proud of his playing God. So, okay. How how do these happen? Like how 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 do these happen? Is are they like test tube babies? Well, I mean, yeah, they they must be in some way because we see Lurts be born. That's true. And he just pops out of a of hole despair. in the ground. Yeah. yeah. He literally pops out of a hole in the ground. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and the first thing he does is kill. Yeah. And here we see Lurtz, cleaner, but still not clean. Still pretty gross. He's not as dripping. It's it's still this anything with with uh, Isengard and the Urukai makes me really uncomfortable because it's just gross, smelly, nasty. There's like, like, I don't know, earth amniotic fluid everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> right, these these weird these weird weird earth pit wombs. Yeah, I ugh. nope, no thank you. It's it's kind of, I mean, I do appreciate the contrast between 
uh, the previous weeks where we've been in elf country. And now we have this scene where Saruman's explaining where orcs came from. And I like the the contrast between the two. Um, because I know that the orcs are supposed to be like, you know, evil and gross and smelly and whatever. Yeah. And they do that very well. It's just very uncomfortable for me to watch because it's really nasty. Um, yeah. So I have a I have a couple of notes about this scene okay. where the, the cast and crew kind of disagree on a detail. And I'm inclined to believe Barry Osborne. Yeah. I uh, mean. Although it does sound really far fetched. Well, because okay. the the man that plays Lertz, uh, Lawrence Macri, according to Barry Osborne, took a call at 12 p.m. noon, the day before shooting this stuff, Ugh. and was in the prosthetics application and makeup chair until roughly 9 p.m. or 9 a.m. the next morning. Oh my god! And that sounds ridiculous. And props I, to this guy if that's if that's how this goes down. Oh my god! I believe it. Um, because it's a full body prosthesis. It's not like yeah. a suit. They had to apply something to every square inch of him, glue it down, smooth it out, repaint it, add details. Like his orc latex skin. Yeah, is all prosthetic applied. It's not a suit. It's weird that they just didn't like paint him. You they know? want the musculature of the Urukai to look really particular. Oh, okay. Just hire buff dudes. I'm sure this guy's buff. I bet he is. <laughs> uh, I actually... His Your body's not good enough, son. His performance <laughs> in this minute is really subtle, but really effective to me. I don't know if you were really like paying really close attention to his facial expressions when he's being armored. Mm. But he's he looks cathartic. He's probably tired. Well, yeah. <laughs> I know, but like he looks... <laughs> he hasn't slept in 36 hours. He's probably tired. He looks like totally at ease and relaxed and okay with everything going on around him. Like, it, none of it matters. He was probably hopped up on like five energy drinks at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, his performance in this minute, I think, really sells the idea that Lurtz is a being designed for killing. So the idea that he's going to go out and hunt hobbits, he's just like... Yes. <laughs> I was born for this. I mean... Literally. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't think he was born for it. I think he was bred for it. And I think there's a difference. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's... Yeah, I suppose there's a difference. It's literally like Saruman breeding dogs. Right. Like, Lurtz is the pit bull. What? No. That's... No. No. Well, that's what Pitbulls were bred for. No. You're not going to give Pitties a bad rap on my show. <laughs> I love Pitbulls. They can be the nicest dogs. They're so sweet. I love them. Yes. But I mean, like, just thinking about, like, what different dog breeds were bred for, like Pitbulls and Rottweilers and Doberman Vingers were, bed, were bred to be fighting dogs. Yeah. And then you have, like... I don't know, toy poodles, which were bred for nothing but to be cute things for people to pet. <laughs> well, poodles are hunting dogs. Yes. Uh, like a, a real, like, a traditional, like, French poodle is a is a guard dog. 
Yeah, it's like a hunting dog. It's supposed to, like their hair is like that, so they keep warm in those water. They're bred to get ducks and stuff. Yeah, most hunting dogs are bred to get waterfowl, like retrievers. That's why they're called retrievers. Yeah. I shot the thing. Now go get it. Retrievers. Okay. okay. Retrievers are also <laughs> were also bred to have very soft bites, so they do not injure the meat of the duck they go get. Yeah, they do that too. Yay! I... Welcome to dog breed minute. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen that? I I don't remember the name of the the movie. Um, it's a mockumentary, and it's very funny, and it's about um this dog show. Yes, I'm pretty sure I have. I don't remember what it's called either, but there's just all these ridiculous, over-the-top, yeah, melodramatic yeah. <laughs> people. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but I, I feel like it used to be on syndication on USA a lot. Oh I feel God. like I used to see it all the time on USA. It's so funny. I love that movie. Anyway, so, yeah, no, I feel like the, the Urukai, I, I just, like, I don't even want to think about where they come from, but I want to know where they come from. Right. Well, the the interesting thing about this scene for me and Saruman's speech at the beginning is ultimately when it comes to this narrative, the origin of the orcs is unimportant. This is just supposed to communicate to us and communicate to people who know more about the lore that the fall of Saruman is very much like the fall of Melkor. He covets the ability to create life. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. So he's very proud because he feels like he's become closer to um, Eru by being able to do this. Do you think that's his motivation, though? Because he's already corrupted by Sauron. Yeah, but the implication of the Urukai is that this is a project he's been working on for a very long time. Just like in his, in his obsidian tower, just like with like goggles and like. I mean, he's already wearing white. He doesn't need, like, a, a lab coat. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> he puts on a lab coat for dramatic effect. A big white lab coat over his big white robe. Well, is it like, um... Is it like at the end of, um... Puts on the Dr. Horrible yeah, gloves. Yeah, yeah, Dr. Horrible. Like, at the end where he has, like, a red... Spoilers yeah. for Dr. Horrible, I guess. Where he has, like, puts on the red, um, lab coat with the black gloves and yeah. stuff. With the white robe. That's a good look. <laughs> Although if you have the white robe under it and you can see it, it just makes me think Santa. I mean, he's got a beard. <laughs> that's like true. that doesn't that's not the first thing that makes you think Santa. That's true. <laughs> Saruman in red and black would just look like Santa Claus. Um I don't know, maybe like <laughs> maybe maybe the reason that um Gandalf wears gray is because they're all of Saruman's hand me downs. Like <laughs> They're just stained and faded. <laughs> yeah. He's like, all right, I got some new clothes for your brother. And he's just like, oh, thanks, dude. And then he's like, yes. And then every time he goes to experiment, he like goes through this like ritual like bath. And then he puts on this blinding white robe and he's just like, all right, let's do some science. And then he, like, <laughs> One of them's really gray because like it's all charred from when he like exploded something. <laughs> word i dig it i dig it i like saruman doing frankenstein style science yeah like just like cranking a big wheel and it goes up to the top of the tower in the middle of a lightning storm live my urukai <laughs> it just nothing works and nothing works and nothing works oh and then one God. day he's just like the answer is mud 
<laughs> just like do do wizards sleep? I don't know. He I don't know if he does. Do we ever see Gandalf? Well, we see Gandalf wake up. We do. Maybe it's arguable, like whether or not he was asleep on top of Isengard when the moth flew at him. Oh, I thought he was just unconscious because he got slammed into the like the the roof of a. I mean, they're supposed to be building. They're supposed to be like. They're like mortally bound. Right. So they probably sleep. Because they have, like, normal human body limitations. Yeah. They just can summon up power. I forget what I was going with this. Oh, yeah. So, like, he just wakes up in the middle of the night and he's just like, mud. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) He's like, I need to make lots of mud. And I need more test subjects. (laughs) I thought... You were going to go a different direction with that. And I'm glad you said test subjects instead. Um, <laughs> he tries all kinds of different animals and peoples. Oh, my God. Yeah, does he just, like, kidnap people? And, yeah, like, definitely. Oh, my God. The same way that Mordor kidnaps horses. That's horrible. Or, like, sends people to go buy horses. That's messed up. Is are, Is there slavery in Middle-earth? Probably in Mordor. Well, yeah. But I don't think anywhere else. Like, um, in the in the east. Uh, where in, the in Harad like, and Run, yeah. maybe. Man, that's messed up. And it's possible that slaves. That seems likely to me that in Harad and Run there would be slaves. Um. But like Gondor, there's servants. Do you think they get paid? I don't know. You it's probably like get, serfdom. You think they get paid a living? That's that's slavery. Yeah. Serfdom is slavery. Right. <laughs> you think that librarian in Gondor gets paid a living wage? He probably has a, a room in the library. Yeah. But what are you going to... He probably you, gets fed. Maybe. What about the people like... I mean, he, he obviously finds a way to get food. He's alive. Like, the people who have to put up with Denethor's crap every day. Like, you think they get paid? No, they probably don't get paid. Yeah, see, but they that, have like that's slavery. They have quarters and food. That's slavery. They probably have nicer quarters than most of the people that just live in Gondor. Yeah, probably, but you have to put up with Denethor every day. Yeah, that in and of itself is like the worst kind of burden. That's horrible. That sounds horrible, especially like cranky old Denethor. Right. Well, he's probably he's been like this for a long time. Yeah, I mean, it just gets worse as he gets older. So. Bring me a plate of grapes and sing me a song. <laughs> How many, like, how many, like, choir boys do you think that he's just been like, all right, next, like. Well, he's just really. Your voice is not pleasing to me. Well, he's just really voracious. 100 years dungeon. (laughs) Well, he's just eating fruit, like, grossly. The way that he eats in that scene. I know, it's so nasty. like, oh my God. Just, it's just like, I'm going to see if he can keep his composure while I eat as messily and sloppily as possible. And who's going to tell off the king? Nobody. Right. I I think there is slavery in Middle-earth and that I've never thought about that before. But now, like, do you think Saruman, like, after he's fallen in with Sauron, like, he's probably bought slaves to experiment on. Probably. Which is messed up. He's probably also just, like, had the orcs that he's allied himself with kidnap people from Rohan because it's the closest place. That's true. 
That's messed up. This went like this went to a like a really uncomfortable place. Because the the Urukai are the basis for like half orcs in D anD. Because mm. they're well, I think Tolkien went kind of back and forth on it in different writings, not just like the origin of orcs, but also what the Urukai are. Yeah, and they're supposed to be like goblin men. Yeah, they're like half men, half yeah, whatever, which is so concerning. With magically melded and birthed from earth wombs. That's better than the alternative, I'll tell you that. <laughs> right. Because like, the the only way that they they could be have, could have been created is being magically melded, in the the scope of how we see them. Yeah. Yeah. This could have been. This movie could have been rated R really quickly. There's a. There's no test tubes and and beakers and things. So what is it like a potato? You just bury it, and then all of a sudden it'll grow. And he just like, I don't know. He just. He he just used his magic and been like. You, your goo. You, your goo, too. Mixed them up in a bottle, buried it in the ground. That's messed up. Your goo? <laughs> Just turns people into goo, mixes it what, up. like Jupiter Ascending? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're quintessence, if you will. <laughs> no. Yeah, okay. I guess it's closer to that, because that's magic science. Yeah. Magi technology. Oh, man. That's messed up. The more I think about this, the more I don't want to be thinking about it. But the more I'm like, I need to know. So there's a lot of Urukai extras in this scene. Mm -hmm. And they're all wearing armor. Yeah. All made armor. They all look... It, but to me, it looks like the same three dudes. Because their faces all look the same. Yeah. But there's a lot of them. It's actually... It's a big group of Urukai. And the only thing that's... Um, so did they all have to be in makeup for like... 24 well, hours? They're all armored. They're not uh, as important as that establishing shot of Lurtz. That's true. Do he got the booty? He do. It's literally that one shot from the from below. Yeah. And you just see his whole body. And it's like not even five seconds. Right? But was the effect worth it? Probably. I would be so angry if I had to sit in a chair from noon Till nine in the morning the next day. Yeah. That's almost 24 hours. Yeah. Like, are you allowed to sleep? Are you allowed to eat? I don't know. You just drink water through a straw through your orc teeth? Like. I mean, you know, the life of a, of a stuntman slash uh, actor of monsters, I suppose. Yeah, I guess so. That's just insane to me. Oh it my is. Oh, God. The um, uh, Christopher Lee in the commentary says that he was in the in a prosthetic, like in prosthetic application for like nine hours or ten hours. Mm -hmm. Barry Osborne says it was twenty one. That's crazy. That's insane. Right, I can't even fathom that. <laughs> I think around hour two, I would just lose track of time and to and like ascend to a different plane of consciousness. Maybe you would become Lurtz. <laughs> Maybe I like that's the... why he's so at ease. He's just like, yes, it is I. Lurtz. McOrkinson. <laughs> I like all the set pictures of, like, kids of people that worked on this movie around the Urukai and their prosthetics and makeup and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen some of that stuff? I think I have. That's so great. Just, like, 
kids looking up at like lurks and he's just like with his sword up <laughs> okay okay can we talk about his quote-unquote sword it's because got a, it's got a cutting edge I think that Saruman spent all of his money on uh, research and technology that he didn't fund uh, his weapons division properly. So, like, this is, like, the epitome of budget cuts. Eh. <laughs> the Urukai are strong enough to cut something in half with a crowbar. It looks it looks like, like a piece of scrap metal with a sharp edge on it. That's exactly what it is. How are you going to kill something with that? It's got a sharp edge and it's heavy. It's like an ice pick. You're just like, eh, like. No, it has a, it has a full sharp edge. It doesn't look like it. It looks very blunt. Tis a sword. It okay. It's just. It's, I've never like. I've never. I've always been like, what the heck is that supposed to be? And then like you see him swinging it around later when yeah. he's fighting, and I'm like, wait, what? All the Urukai swords look like that, and they cut know, stuff up. but it's weird. It's because it's, like, square. It doesn't have any tapered edge at all, so it doesn't look like a sword. It doesn't seem very um, practical or uh, aerodynamic. There's or, nothing practical about orcs. It's um, all just ugly scrap metal. What's the... Oh. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. They themselves are not great craftsmen. They just repurpose metal they find. I guess. You can't just, like, steal swords. Some of them probably do have stolen swords. Yeah. Lurks don't need it. Most of what we see Lurks use is a bow. That's true. Where did he get that? Did the Lurks make that? Well, we see goblin arrows in Moria, so yeah. yeah, Never mind. But, like, Lurks' primary weapon, as far as I'm concerned, is the bow he kills Boromir with. (laughs) I don't... I just... It's such a weird choice. For a weapon. Yeah. It's more like a bludgeoning than a... Oh, that's just a worse way to die. Than like a piercing or slashing damage. Like, you know, like, like. in the, the 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 D&D character sheet of Lurtz's life. <laughs> B. <laughs> it, that says longsword. Bludgeoning. <laughs> I thought you were going to say bludgeon. Oh. <laughs> uh... I don't know. I don't like. I think I think Saruman exhausted his his budget, and then he's like, "Oh crap! I gotta give weapons to these guys." Um, Do you think there are any orcs down there in the foundations of uh, of Orthanc, like chipping off obsidian to make swords? And then Saruman's just like, "What the hell are you guys doing?" <laughs> I think that would be more effective because, especially for their arrowheads. Yeah, obsidian is so sharp. Right, but like, I'm just imagining like. Saruman finding people chipping off obsidian from the foundations for arrowheads, and he's just like, you leave my tower alone. <laughs> this is mine. <laughs> this was given to me. My lord, we're out of minute we're out of we're out of resources, and he's just like, burn more trees or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Take the forest. <laughs> you think they have like wooden swords like in Minecraft? <laughs> There's some, there's some Urukai with like a wooden sword. <laughs> Still kill somebody with it. He's just like, what the heck is this? And then he's just like, oh, budget cuts. And they're just like, ah, oh, SMH. <laughs> <laughs> he spent all his money on paint. <laughs> this is a very rare white dye. 
I don't think it's 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 probably just ash. It's probably just really light ash. No, I like the, the idea that it's just very rare white. <laughs> it's like what's like the opposite of like what is that? What is that? That ultra black that that one artist is only allowed to use. Oh, it's like the opposite of Vanta black. Right. It's like Vanta white or something. Right. The brightest white. <laughs> the most perfect white. That's what he bleaches his robes in. Yes. <laughs> what if they're uncomfortable because it's just really high quality bleach and they're just bleaching <laughs> their face off? Just bleaching their skin? Yeah. Well, it went over alerts his eyes. <laughs> Which means either he's immune to the effects of bleach, or he's a really good shot blind. <laughs> uh, I'm one with the force, the force is with me. <laughs> I'm one with the orcs, the orcs are with me. Okay. Oh my god. So, also on DuelGenre.com, <laughs> you can find the Doctor's Companion the weekly show reviewing episodes of Doctor Who. Oh my god. And Geek by Night, an audio drama about nerds with superpowers that own a comic book shop. Mm -hmm. Thank you for joining us today. We'll see you all tomorrow. As always, a special thanks to our Patreon associate producers, Leaper182 and Ed Foster. Bye! Bye.